0: want to be more like a teenager yes. okay maybe that's it like do you ever feel like you want to be more like a teenager your teenage self again i
1: love this conversation yes 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 i say this literally all the time
0: hi i'm your ex-cousin's ex-best friend cousin's girlfriend phoebe And I'm Jacques. And welcome to Do We Ever Feel Like?
1: Where we ask the questions that everyone's thinking and no one's answering.
0: I did just finish reading City of Likes in about a 72 hour period, which is not the way to digest that book.
1: Oh my God. I know, right? Okay, wait. I can't believe you just dumped that on me. You're a brilliant, brilliant genius. And I'm just telling you that right now that I love you so much.
0: Why? And that, like.
1: Because. (laughs) Because you just – I don't know if you remember, but the birthday – when I posted on it for your birthday last year, and I was like, Phoebe knows when. Like, you know when. Like, you didn't tell me that you were reading City of Likes. You didn't tell me that you finished reading City of Likes. You didn't tell me anything about City of Likes. You waited until we started the pod so we could talk about City of Likes. Because you know – About what I know, what the you have the gift of of magic of timing. You have the gift of time of yes, like you know when,
0: (laughs) which I think is like, I think that's like a serious gift. Oh well, thank you. Like you know, I think I'm a chaos gremlin, is what it is. No,
1: actually, it's not. It's not chaos at all. It's actually the exact opposite. And I will not let you believe anything else otherwise.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I actually think, ooh, we're hydrated ladies. I know. I love your big water bottle. That's not new. Mm -mm. I love that. I need a big, I need a huge water bottle. Yeah. I need a huge water bottle. Um, Have you seen these, like, trendy, trendy ones? The Stanley Cups. Do you know the chaos that ensued for Canadian mothers trying to buy a Stanley Cup? (laughs) Wait, what? <laughs> the Stanley Cup is a Canadian hockey trophy. It's like the big, I think it's Canadian. I mean, it sounds like it must oh. be. Oh, <gasps> I didn't put that together at all. That's so funny. And and children were waking up on Christmas morning with like Stanley Cup paraphernalia.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Because oh God, God, they asked their so moms for funny. Stanley Cups. Oh, my God. <laughs> That is amazing.
0: <gasps> I had no idea. So funny. I know, but they just they just make me think of um I don't know. Like the vibes of those are weird to me.
1: Oh no, it's although I'm that saying is- that and
0: my water cup says I am very busy on it, and that makes me wanna fucking die. So <laughs> who am I to? <laughs> I know, right?
1: Last week. Phoebe and I discovered that we have the same product in a different form. This is so, so funny. This this I am very busy nonsense. Um, wait, okay, because you know Adele had one in that video I sent you that you she don't had a Stanley watch.
0: Cup. I'm just not watching James Corden. That man is cursed.
1: Yes, um, had no idea they were bestie best best besties. Did you?
0: No, no. idea. They're, no. like,
1: best friends. Like, one of the songs that Adele wrote in her album apparently was inspired by where James was in his life. It all comes out in that video. I had no idea.
0: Don't tell me this. Get away from my queen. Get away.
1: Okay, maybe I have the gift of timing as well because I was going to respond this morning and then I didn't.
0: Oh, my God. No. No. I know I had no idea. Stay away from you know he is one of my It's funny It's whatever we don't need to talk about James Gordon but it's so he's yeah, like whatever. late there's like what is it about the late night host I don't know. Teen that's just so sticky and like gnarly and yeah bad vibes bad vibes like if James Gordon like ran
1: I don't know an organization I would be all about him. You put him in a in a late night situation and I'm like,
0: yeah, you're right. It becomes you know like what something I, happens. You know what I think it is? I think it's – I think it's bullying is not funny to me. Like people being mm. mean to somebody, even when my friends do it to me, like I don't like it. Like it's not like a funny, entertaining – or like when I see friends doing it to each other – and that seems to be like the language mm. of late night in a way. That's like this like funny bullying. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe that's what I mean, I also know people don't don't like him, but that's that's yeah. my those are that's my hot take. Although it's mm-hmm. it is unfortunate because I do really think Gavin and Stacey his show is very, very, very funny. Yeah. Anyway. Do you watch um, the Amber?
1: Sorry. Do I watch the White? T- we're taking it. I'm take, we're taking places. Do you watch the Amber Ruffin show? No. Who's that? So Amber Ruffin is a comedian um, that has a show on, I think it's like NBC or Peacock. Um, and Amber Ruffin used to write for one of these white men in their late night shows. Oh. Seth Myers, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, and I find as far as like, because I hear you with late night, there's mm-hmm. like, I don't know what it is. I don't understand, like, what are we doing? Well, I, it's I a love
0: machine, a d- right? It's yes. like, it's a machine to sell stuff. It's a capitalism machine.
1: And it's weird because, like, I, I, I mean, obviously, Ellen, like, we don't even have to go there. But, yeah. like, there's something about a daytime show that I'm really for. something about a nighttime show like that that I'm like, I don't really understand. I don't know what that mm-hmm. is. But Amber Ruffin does it in a very interesting Not gross way. I have never seen
0: or heard of this woman before. Sounds very interesting. I mean, that's very true. Like, I love Drew Barrymore, and when the Drew Barrymore show came out, I went, I don't know, girl. Really weird. It kind of flopped, and then it really didn't. Like, she's really found her thing. Like, she seems to have really found her thing, and I'm happy for her.
1: Maybe there's a renaissance happening. Okay, what we're basically saying is that women bring – the nuance women yeah. bring,
0: <laughs> the renaissance. What am I not interested in? Is a right. man in a suit yeah. talking? Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Jacqueline and I took – I just found this. My friend Gabrielle posted on her Instagram stories the other day this rest quiz. And um, I was like, oh, very interesting. We'll put it in the show notes because I can't find the link all of a sudden. So I sent Jacqueline this rest quiz by Sandra Um. Dalton-Smith, who wrote um, Sacred Rest, Recover Your Life, Renew Your Energy, Restore Your Sanity. And I sent Jacqueline Mm. this quiz because I was like, oh, this is really interesting. My friend Gabrielle was talking about it. And I was like, oh, do this. And I sent it to you and then picked up my phone to start doing it. And about mm, by the fourth question, fifth question, I got annoyed at it and walked Mm -hmm. away. (laughs) and then it wasn't until it wasn't until um i like okay i i needed to be in a time and a place did the test it is very interesting because we talk a lot about rest i feel like as a peoples at the moment you know Mm -hmm. it's definitely part of the hot it's been a hot topic for like the last three years i feel Mm
1: -hmm. um
0: but i I do think it's really interesting the way that they've broken it down into, they have like physical rest, mental rest, spiritual rest, emotional, yeah. social, and sensory. And I feel like that is really interesting because I feel like that actually gives you some information to like kind of go off of, instead of just being like, I'm fucking exhausted. Do I need to sleep more? Or like, right. what is resting? Which is, go listen to our episode with Flory. <laughs> yep to talk about resting but i thought it was so funny that i was like oh and so the way they score it is like um you know you might be getting adequate rest i'm getting i have according to this quiz Mm -hmm. i'm getting Mm -hmm. no adequate rest (laughs) yeah but i thought i was really close and then you're – and they have – so you're getting adequate rest, rest in this area. You're experiencing rest in this area but with Thrive with more. And then you are feeling the effects of your lack of rest and need a change. Um, And I think – what's that? 26. Okay. That's one, two, three, four. <laughs> Wait. One, two, three, four, five, six. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> six of the available one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, no. No, no, no. That's not right. Five out of the seven. Yes. There mm, we go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Apparently, I need to be resting more. So I thought that was funny. Yeah. It's a funny thing, though, to start thinking about because it's like one of the things that was like scored was like physical rest. And it's like, but what if you're a crazy bitch that loves to run around town? Mm-hmm. So, like, I definitely know I am a uh, like tired from my activities, but there is part of me that like just enjoys that feeling. At the same time, mm. anyway,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. I wasn't
1: surprised by mine. I like thought I was gonna get what I got.
0: Yeah, I guess Which that's part. Of I guess that's maybe part of it. It's like not fun to, um have that reflected back at you right um but my spiritual rest is good enough almost
1: yeah you're spiritual and you're social which i totally see for you yeah i'm like that makes
0: a lot of sense thank you (laughs) i do yeah, I would love to know how um, you get mentally rested. Do you know not everyone has thoughts all of the time? Uh, no, I don't know that. <laughs> Some people don't have thoughts all of the time or yeah. a million thoughts. Some mm-hmm. people just have one thought at a time. Mm-hmm. That's not me. Yeah. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is not me. Anyway. Anyway, anything go else? Go take want to this chat quiz. Out? We'll put yeah, it in Yeah, go take the um, quiz. It's very interesting. No, it is really
1: interesting. Like, my obviously, my two highest were emotional rest and sensory rest. Like, you're not getting enough rest in these areas and it's having a negative effect on your life. Or, no, no. It's having effect. You're not getting enough rest in these areas and you need to change it. Emotional rest yeah. and sensory rest, which makes a lot of sense.
0: Mhm. Well, go I don't us. know. I think it's like
1: kind of like wild that we I don't know, like that this is even a tool. Doesn't that say so much? Well,
0: but th- that's what I mean when I think like when people are talking about it, I'm just kind of like, "Oh, that's fun for you." I guess like right. it's nice that you're resting. Like what what does that even mean? And like I was saying to you as well like I'm also somebody who oh, fuck I I know this is like a thing. I'm trying to I'm dealing with like some health stuff right now and I'm like trying to trying to get on top of it. Yeah, we both are like just trying to take care of so ourselves right fun. now. And yep. <laughs> it's so hard when you're somebody with pain and mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I've been on a real journey with it. And I think like even just coming to terms that I am somebody that lives with chronic pain was like a real whole mm-hmm. thing that I went on a couple of years ago. Like, oh, yeah. Like there, there are just some – again, like, oh, I didn't know. People don't have to take Tylenols all the time every single day. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not <laughs> – I don't mm-hmm. say it's not normal, but like it's not I – I think I've said this before. One of my – like you're allowed to feel good. When my mm. my naturopath yeah. Dr. Emily Bennett had said she's like, you're allowed to like feel good in your body. And like, I don't think I really give myself that permission in the mm-hmm. past. Even just like taking a Tylenol is a whole other thing. But to have that reflected back and be like, Yeah, you actually are tired. Your body is tired right now. It's not just it mm. it actually isn't normal. <laughs> Mm-mm. Whatever normal is to be exhausted all of the time, like mm-hmm. you were allowed you were allowed to feel good, so that was nice, I guess, yeah, I think
1: we need these reminders for sure, and it is nice to like get down to what it is, but it also like freaks me out that this is even like a part of the conversation in some ways, right? Well, like,
0: it's like a direct symptom of all the stuff, right,
1: right, exactly, anyway. um, wait, hold on, pause, city of likes.
0: Oh, yeah. We never – yeah, that's right. That's right. You Skip just – Skip back we just, around uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 15 minutes ago. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> hey, that's what this is, man. Yeah, I read that and I as I was reading it – because you had mentioned it to me and I was – I've been waiting on a bunch of library books. So I was like, I'm just gonna – this – I was like, this – I can get this right now kind of thing. I got right. a Kobo and I am literally loving my life so much because it connects to the library app so i'm lying in bed at night and i just zoop 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 get phones oh. or get phones get get i can get it on my phone and then it just sends to my Kobo right away it's amazing Ooh. love it um so i downloaded it and i started reading i was like this would be a nice little light fluffy read <laughs> <laughs> i know right Wait, I feel like
1: were we talking about Jenny Mullen last time? I don't know when that happened. No,
0: I think we were just talking about it a bit ago.
1: You and I. Jenny Mullen is an is an interesting interesting mm-hmm. human. And that book is
0: wow. So it's a book about. For anyone that hasn't read it yet, it's a book. But and I was kind of surprised. I hadn't really heard much chatter about it. Like it seems mm-hmm. like it should be a bigger book than it is.
1: I think it's going to be made into a show, and that I think is going to be because when I was reading it, I was like, "Oh, this is a this is a television. That's series. what I. This thought is a script. Too. Well, she's that, an
0: actress, she, right?
1: Yeah, she yeah. probably pitched it as a script, and it became a book or something. Like there, there just there has to have been. Maybe not pitched as a script, but like yeah. there had to have been scripty stuff in the beginning because it's it's a tele- it's a show a thousand percent yeah um,
0: yeah it's very interesting um, so I'm just looking for the synopsis here it's a sh- it's a book about
1: um, a writer who moves to New York and falls into the like elite New York mommy blogger uh, mommy influencer scene Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's it's an it's a it's I don't know it's kind of like a it's like very it's like a a rompy book that's
0: like the only way yeah (laughs) kind of describe it right yeah I I was trying to I was trying to think of what it reminded me of like other stuff I've read that it reminded me of and I I definitely really couldn't think of anything um but it really made me obviously it like deals with like a lot of like Intense weird capitalism shit, and I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, like that's part of it, but it was just getting so fucking crazy at one point where I was like, I this is putting me in a bad mood, yeah. And it was also again, all of the shit that like I know happens in the world, but then Mm -hmm. I don't know, to like obviously it's a work of fiction, but you know, it's a work of fiction, whatever, (laughs) but but somebody who has uh, you know, approximation and like. Context to these things, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so I think that was maybe part of it. I don't know. I can't even actually really talk about. It's hard to talk about without. I don't want to ruin anything either. So yeah. I, I just finished reading it. Is guess is what I'll say. And I read it in a very short amount of time.
1: I read well. it in a really short amount of time. It is breezy. I think you can read mm-hmm. it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I that's not true. I shouldn't say that. I was able to read it quickly. Um. Not that, that well, matters. I was saying. able to
0: read it quickly and I have you know me. I get a headache yeah. when I start reading in two seconds. So
1: So I don't know. And it I I Jenny is doing something with it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really funny. And I think that Jenny being a an Instagram it, like yeah. mom celebrity yeah. in it is really interesting. Like I just I
0: I guess it was maybe part yeah. of it. I, like there's like kind of an interesting friction in that. Like Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm sure – I do. I think it's funny. I mean, this is just like my kind of thought about celebrities all the time when we talk about them. They're like – when we were like, oh, like you're – I don't know. When a celebrity does or says something stupid right. and weird and we were like, oh, fucking rich idiot, like whatever. And I just think like these aren't even – no. This, even, this isn't even the the tip of the iceberg, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Like yeah. these are not the people that mm-hmm. we – should be having big problems with. And so I think that's maybe what's kind of interesting is it's like this like tension of um, wealth in a way that – Yes. I don't even know what else I have to say, but there's tension. There's tension in a lot of ways and I think that's what makes it an interesting read as well.
1: It's like a – Yeah, that's what I think it – Yes, exactly. It's like a celebrities, they're just like us Mm -hmm. in a way Mm -hmm. that like – we don't want to admit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I
1: think what I really, really loved about that book was the main characters, like, could be something that she's not. Yeah. Like, she could have been this, like, yeah. extreme feminist heroine, right? She mm-hmm. could have been, but, like, she wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's, like, complicated things with, like, her husband and Mm -hmm. like there's dynamics that like it just I don't know it's like surface fluff fun but then also not
0: yeah it's so that's there exactly there's like tension and friction everywhere Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's why it makes me feel weird when brands reach out to me and ask me to send me a code I'm like you could pay me and then I'll talk about your stuff (laughs) so anyone that wants to sponsor the pod (laughs) But know, it's it is weird. Really weird. Yeah. it's really weird. Yeah. I don't. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was talking about just before we started recording. I was saying like, I. Uh, I don't know. It's been like I've had to like make that decision, and. Yeah. Um, mm, I don't know. I don't even know what the right answer is, and I don't. I certainly don't shit on anyone who's you know collecting their bag in any kind of way. You know, I think that's no, also yeah. part of it as well. It's like. We all bills to pay, man, like I don't mm-hmm. I've been thinking mm-hmm. about the like ten k a month um like business um mm. freaks on Instagram, and I say freaks <laughs> in a loving way <laughs> because I think in my mind, I wanna go like, oh, you're just a fucking asshole, but mm. you know, yeah, like I see you know, I know we all gotta pay rent, i the cost of eggs, man, like mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You know, I've been to the vet a million times the last <laughs> 11 weeks. Like, I get it, yep. you know? So I think that's – I I do have compassion for everybody in this, like, capitalism hellscape that we're in where we have to take fucking rest quizzes to see how un-okay mm-hmm. we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Full circle. <laughs>
1: I also find it really interesting, like, I don't know, like, brand deals. We could, like, go on and on and on about this. Mm-hmm. but. Like just Jenny, come someone... on the pod and
0: come talk about influencers yes, with us, or if, please. Yeah, I would love to talk about the that landscape more because I do find it very interesting.
1: And or your newest Substack venture, because mm-hmm. hello, so good. I don't know if you subscribed, but anyways. Um, mm-hmm. um, wait, I like brand, like brands. Like here is the thing too. It's like I think uh, there is so much happening. There is so much happening, but like. Just because someone is posting shit on their Instagram literally means it doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't And I think mean that anything. we have to like, yeah. I think we I know. have to like remember that as business owners, as creative entrepreneurs, yeah. as people using social media, like what's the responsibility of that? I think like we have to remember like that as consumers when we're watching ads and marketing, like whether or not someone is like, Posting about a product and calling it an ad has absolutely nothing to do with like the success of their business. Yeah, and I think we, because of because it's working, right? Because Mm -hmm. what it's meant to be is working. We attach those two things, and it's like, no, 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 separate, yeah, Yeah. separate, and that's what that book does. I think really beautifully.
0: Yeah, it's you know it's so funny. I've started research for an upcoming episode, um, Mm. but I'll leave. I'll leave this um for you right here um uh but it's funny I was like oh we should do an episode about this and I'm like oh never mind I'm looking at my notes i have researched notes (laughs) for another time um but kind of about like the idea of like the death of the influencer in a way and there was this really Mm. interesting I think it is a New York Times article based on just I'm pulling it up I believe yeah um about uh is there life after influencing Mm. and it's about this influencer lee tilgman um who left and like went to like back to corporate america or whatever and i think we Mm. like hear the story in the inverse a lot and she was Mm. just it's a really interesting read go take it check it out but she was just saying like influencers versus content creators like the market's so saturated now it's really hard to make money um and i was just exhausted and i couldn't I mean, it's a story that we hear a lot about a lot of self employed people. Um, mm-hmm. of just like, I'm too tired, I don't know where my next paycheck's coming from. That's like, that stress is really intense.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I gotta stop. Yeah. So, anyway, definitely a future episode in there. Maybe, maybe if Jenny wants to come do it with us. Hi, listeners. Are you loving this episode? Please go share it with a friend. And or bonus points, gold star, leave us a rate and a review for the pod. Ratings and reviews are really, 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 really helpful for all of the stunning algorithms that love small podcasts. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Help us be found by more people like you listening. And while you're there, please subscribe or follow us wherever you get your podcasts. This helps us both because you'll never miss an episode and we know what we can deliver to you. You can find us at DoYouEverPod.com or
1: you can follow us at doyoueverpod. We love you. Thank you. Okay, back
0: to the episode. Right, I'm just gonna cast its spell out. Um, but we're casting spells, we've been casting
1: spells left
0: and right. All okay. over. Uh, you <laughs> you gotta, man. You gotta. <laughs> uh-huh. um. <so laughs> but today I think this is like a good segue. Um. Today, I want to talk to you about teenagers because I love them and I think they're special and teenagers. beautiful. Oh, I'm so glad you love teenagers too because I, I say teenagers. that and I get like cross-eyed looks from Ugh. people and they're like, oh, why? Um, and so no. I, so I guess my question is like, do you ever feel like teenagers are special? Do you ever feel like teenagers are like perfect? Do you ever feel like teenagers are actually like- they're like kind of like toddlers to me and that like they are saying exactly how they feel and exactly mm-hmm. – and like I really admire and love that about them and like I want to be more like a teenager. Yes. Okay. Maybe that's it. Like do you ever feel like you want to be more like a teenager, your teenage self again? I mm.
1: love this conversation. Yes. 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 I say this literally all the time. Uh-huh. I'm like that version of myself, there was something yes. about her that – Oh, she I know, could move I love her. mountains. She felt she could do so much and she can still do so much. But what happens there, I think, is I an know. interesting conversation. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's what happens there. And like, I feel like when I say this, sometimes people kind of think of uh, like I'm somebody who like loved high school or something like that. <laughs> um, okay. But I don't know if anyone that... um. I just there is a certain there's a certain amount of like freedom that you have as a teenager and a cert, but I think what's really tough about being a teenager and and I want to talk about like why we're kind of so awful to them at the same time um mm. but like you have so much freedom and you have all of this other shit still and you like, you're not quite an adult and you can't quite be- buy beer on your own and like all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Um, so it – and you're like told you have all of this responsibility but like no one takes you seriously at the same time and I just think it's like you have all this fucking shit going on in your brain that I was trying to do research on and I didn't understand any of it.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, interesting.
0: <laughs> like okay. there's so yeah. much stuff going on um, and – I don't know. I just think we're, like, we're so fucking hard on teenagers and, like, the shit that teenage, especially teenage girls, mm-hmm. like. Um, So, but, um, and a treat for you. We're going to do more of this, but I thought we'd start. We would start. Look at my, so my research ended <sighs> up turning into, listener, if you're not listening, if you're not watching, I have my high school diary that I have. <gasps> I can't believe I still have this. Like, a lot yeah, of other incredible. stuff in my life. I don't have a lot of stuff from – especially that time in my life, but, like, other stuff because my um, – when I moved a lot as a kid, um, but also my dad's house was flooded when I was, like, 15. Oh, wow. And so I don't have a lot of, like – I do have, like, some of my toys from a kid or, like, pic photos oh, and stuff goodness. like that. Um Yeah. So I think it's really funny that like this very specific, and I like always had journals, I always kept diaries and stuff like that. But like this specific one has survived, and it's my my friend Sierra's favorite. She says it's my, her favorite text all of the time. <gasps> <laughs> like, it is it is read. I'm often. so ready. It's read often. Um. So I thought. So I have my I have my diary here, which is mm-hmm. fucking killer. By the way, it starts in the year 2006. It ends in 2010 and Mm. just delicious there's obviously a big gap in between but there's like some good bits um I wrote very consistently like throughout the 10th grade but I thought we would start at the beginning because as I was like researching for this episode I was like you know what is it like to be a teenager like the today and I think we put a lot of like nostalgia bias on kids Mm. um to be like you know back in my day whatever um Yeah. yeah Or like, you know, what would, if like I could interview teenage Phoebe, what would she say? And so I'm going to, we're going to read more of my diary um, on the Patreon. So if you want to hear more of it later, Mm, um, mm, includes, mm, mm. we'll do a, we'll do a little teaser later. But I want to start with this, this diary entry because I just think it's, I love her. I love her so much. So this entry is from August 11th, 2010. I just finished the 10th grade. I'm about to go into the 11th grade. Um, Oh, okay. Also, hopefully I can read this handwriting. My nose is too big for my face, but I like my eyes, mostly because they are green. Green is my favorite color. I hate the way I cry and laugh. When I cry, well, I guess there's no pretty way of crying, but there is a nice way to laugh. I also hate the way I talk. I sound like an Italian impression of a girl. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, uh-huh I'm 15 and it sucks. I know that sounds cliche, which I hate, but it's true <laughs> Oh, the like self-editing that happens throughout this entire thing is fucking incredible fucking incredible but it's true you start 14 you start high school everything is brand new 16 sweet 16 you are finally considered a person but plus in some countries you can drink by 16. <laughs> Important. Oh, my gosh. But 15 blows. You are stuck in the middle of this little, awesome, little and awesome, and cruelsome, awesome. You are stuck in the middle of this little and awesome. Too young for older guys, and you don't want to date a younger guy at 15. My parents are separated, which makes being 15 even worse. I'm tired of being responsible for my own happiness. Is that selfish to ask someone else to take that responsibility? Yes, of course. But then why do I feel like everyone else could make it better? That it would make me happy. I wish my brain would just shut up. Isn't that so special? So I have so much to say. (laughs) I know. I know. And there's like, I I will say it's not always like this in here, but I just thought this like varies. This is the end. This is toward the end of this Mm -hmm. kind of Mm -hmm. saga, which we will, I'm sure, chronicle. But I just think it's so, Mm -hmm. when I think the self-editing is so funny, but I love the self-awareness that even being 15, like the knowledge of being like, actually, this is wildly unfair and (laughs) I do not appreciate what is going on and I just Mm -hmm. want what I want and I want it now and I'm still a child. Um, but everyone's treating me like one and no one's treating me like one
1: I love when I don't know I think the I think like you're reading that and I'm like nothing has changed <laughs> no I know
0: uh huh <laughs> uh huh which is like oh my so writing is the exact same which I think is so funny when I was reading through it yeah. I was like this is my fucking sub stack so that's embarrassing <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Like, it's embarrassing, and then it's like not embarrassing. It's no, embarrassing and I it know. It says something. It says something about this like larger thing that we're talking about, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like we don't want to believe that a fifteen-year-old is like cooked, yeah. But they are. They are cooked. Like they are done. Like the turkey. Like like it. Like you mm. are a person. Like at that point, you know what I mean. Like,
0: well, I think I think that about just children in general. Like. Yep. Why – I don't know why you would have a child Mm. in any kind of context, either a a child you're just looking after for the day or that you've brought into this world or you bear some sort of responsibility for and tell it how to be.
1: No. That is like, yes, I I totally agree.
0: totally agree. And we do this with kids in all kinds of ways. But mm-hmm. we really do this to teenagers and we really try yep. to control this thing that we're also telling at the same time to go out and get a job. And to, I was like fucking reading this and I was like, I had so many extracurriculars. Like I did everything at school. Mm. Like I did the mm-hmm. school play. I did, I was, it. so we did the musical and then I did the play, which are different. And then mm. I did the Sears competition, which was like the play, competitive play wow. festival thing. And like, I was also in band and then band went around and like played at all the senior So I was, like, I did so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, and then I also had a job. Like I had a job when I was 15 and mm-hmm. I would walk to school and like, that's like, that's too much for one person. No, <laughs> like also I'm like exhausted. your civics paper in between these things. Yeah, so it's no, just so, yeah. it's, I think that's, what's really funny. It's like, we just, we tell these children, these teenagers, like how to be in the world or, or what to do, um. But then, but then, like, tell them, tell like, to go do all this stuff, and here, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, like, here's how, here's how you need to be, and here's what you need to be thinking, and here's what you need to be wearing, mm-hmm. and blah 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 yep. blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think
1: there's nothing worse. There is like literally like it like there like there's. There's nothing worse and also there's nothing better than being a teenager. Like Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like I think what I find really strange this could go very many a place. What mm-hmm. I find really strange is the control yeah that we try to have over people who are literally like 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 Yes, their brains have not fully been formed. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. But like they have gone through childhood, like the formative mm-hmm. years of childhood and the things that are that they're going to deal with on their therapist couch at 40 yes. have have already happened to yes. them. Like we yes. are under the impression that like I think we're under the impression that like the teenage years is when the bad painful shit happens mm. or like when it's like, mm. and like, yes, varying degrees. People have different colors and light that lives, and like, maybe mm. that's true for some people, and people have that different is, traumatic yeah. events and everything. But we treat these teenage years as these like precious. Well, your,
0: your way, your nervous system relates to the world is, it, and I don't think anything is like, um, what's the word? Like, I think we're as humans, like we're pretty plastic. But the way mm-hmm. that you're going to start approaching stuff has definitely been formed, you know, yes. by that age, like
1: it already has happened mm-hmm. and so this idea that we can like it's like it's like the things we start paying attention to i think as child rearers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like it's too late almost right like it's mm-hmm. like we we start to look at those things when kids are teenagers and it's like no 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 that should have happened when they were 10 or that should have happened yeah. when they like you know what i mean it's like I, like the best thing, I think the best thing you could do for any kid, but like all I wanted when I was a teenager, and I think this is true of teenagers, is like to be seen. Yeah. To be seen, to be empathized with. Yes. And that is it. Like, no, I don't need you to, you to tell me what lessons I'm going to learn or how to use the skills I have or how to do it a little, a little duh. Like I'm going to figure that out. And And in a lot of ways, those things have already been written into my story. Mm-hmm. You don't have mm-hmm. control over that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Does that
1: make sense? I don't no, know. it
0: makes total sense. And I think I what I think I guess my kind of like what I find confusing in here is like why do we have like such a lack of compassion for people at this age? Like, you you know, I think of, I don't know if somebody goes through an experience in life where like typically have empathy for them in some sort of way, mm-hmm. right?
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: don't know. Like, standing in line at Costco or, like, you know, airport security or, I don't know, like, whatever kind of just low-grade frustration is in um, somebody's life we tend to listen to or whatever. And I think the way that we speak to and about teenagers' frustration and pains, even if it is low-grade, even if it is I have – like – i don't know have to study for a math test and like that is a Mm -hmm. stressful thing in somebody's life Mm -hmm. we treat that like it is like it's just um expected Mm -hmm. of them like get over yourself kind of thing and i i think that is so i i i don't understand so i don't understand and i was i was trying to attempt to understand why we kind of um I don't know. Yeah, lack compassion for these people that are going through really wild mm-hmm. shit. Also, I just think the pressure to be a person at that age is so intense as well. Like I remember I remember saying to uh making the decision to like not go to university right away. And I like took some time off in between. And mm-hmm. everyone was acting like I like and by everyone I mean <laughs> like unsolicited advice from random people on the street Mm. like when my parents Mm. would tell them what I was doing or something like that um that you at this young age and why I didn't go is because I was I was a lot younger than a lot of my classmates and so I was like oh I just feel like I'm too I at that age I had the like awareness be like I'm actually too young to make this decision for myself and I just want to not right now and and yeah. people people had an opinion about that, and I so it's like all of this pressure to like become a person mm-hmm. become a worker is what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, uh, even though I'd been working mm-hmm. for a very long time anyway um and that's what I did i like work- I just worked for a whole year at the mall, yeah. um, which is a whole education on its own, but i uh <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly, I was like, "This is great motivation to not have to work at the ball again." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like this, um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I guess like uh, in the search of like uh, lack of compassion. Anyway, what I was thinking about, I was like, "Well, it's hard to empathize with something that actually probably feels so different because." Mm. Teenagers are always going to be of the now, you know, whatever the thing is. You know, they mm-hmm. are they are a culture. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, as millennials, like, are a, we're like being pushed out of buying markets, right? Like, yep. we are not going to make up the majority of consumers um, mm-hmm. that are like, what brands are paying attention to, what they are mm-hmm. what they focus on is usually like seventeen to like twenty five year olds,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um. So I was like, I guess it must be difficult for people to understand, to relate to what being a teenager now is, because it is so yeah. different. Not even yeah. just the time away from something, but like, the it's not like the music that you're listening to is any different or uh, or mm-hmm. the music that you're listening to is different. The like, demands of you are different. I mean, I fucking think, I know this is very basic, but I think about, holy shit, having Instagram in high school sounds insane to me. <laughs> yep. sounds insane to me, or like access. Did all you the have stuff. Facebook? So I had Facebook. Yeah, you did. Facebook
1: of is it's, Facebook is.
0: is yeah, but I had Facebook when I was in middle school.
1: You, did you, ha- did you okay. have Facebook in high and school? And you had and
0: you had MySpace. I had MySpace. Um, MSN, MSN was the thing in my. Friend, crowd. I had like, that's what we did after school.
1: MySpace. Well, yeah, like MSN, like like AOL Messenger.
0: It was MSN, but yeah, same, same. Okay, like an instant messenger. Like AIM mm-hmm.
1: was in middle school, like elementary, middle. And then it was MySpace, which was like middle to high, and then it was to high school, and then it was Facebook. Was in high school, and then yeah. like right as I was leaving is when like Instagram mm-hmm. came on. Yeah, that like I got scene.
0: Instagram when I, I think I was just leaving high school or something like that. Um, but I, I think like, like the access like I didn't have. I remember I remember one of my friends getting a. Now we just are going to just sound old. Now this is just old hour. Here we go. <laughs> I remember one of my friends getting uh, an iPhone. I remember iPhones came mm-hmm. out and mm-hmm. he – I don't know if you had this guy at your high school. Do you have this – I feel like every high school has got the guy that's like selling something all the time. Like, like he's like a little <laughs> businessman. <laughs> but I went to a couple different high schools and all these high schools had like businessmen. <laughs> like – like the trench coat, like selling stuff. So my friend, um, my friend Alex. I definitely dated that guy in high school. Yeah. Sure. So there we go. Oh, I, I dated that. Yeah, I dated one of them too. Of course, of <laughs> the course we The little entrepreneurs. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my friend yeah. Alex, my friend Alex like always had – he was like selling speakers like he was selling <laughs> like he was selling he' was just selling stuff all the time he had a truck I was like it. truck was full of stuff but I remember he I, got, love it. I remember iPhones coming out and think that's dumb and then he got an iPhone mm-hmm. and being like why are you such a little businessman like why do you need like my dad's gonna get an iPhone like why do you need? An iPhone right. and then getting one like a couple of years later and being like, oh, I can't wait to get an iPhone. But yeah, I had like a flip phone. I had a, sl- I had a slidey. I had one of the slidey things. I don't remember what it was. I wanted I a razor so I remember when I had bad. an iPhone. I got an iPhone I just remem- in like 2012 I don't remember. or something like that.
1: I remember 80. having the original like – um. oh my God, like the first phone – that you could flip down and have like a mm-hmm. um.
0: A keyboard. I had one of those. I had one of those. I had a slidey thing. I really, yeah. really, really wanted a razor so badly.
1: I had a razor. I wanted a pink, a pink one.
0: I wanted a pink razor.
1: But like, I really wanted a sidekick, and I didn't That's get funny. a sidekick. Yeah,
0: there was another um, thing called. It was like a firefly or something like that. I really wanted yes. as well, mm-hmm.
1: but like I don't remember going from that phone or like going from the one I remember texting on or like even the razor to an iPhone. Like I don't know when that happened oh God, or how I that do. happened. I just I'm I just do. like I've had an iPhone in my hands yeah. since I was born. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure Apple would literally love to hear that. I don't I remember, literally don't remember. I remember when I got my first iPhone. That's so funny. I memory unlocked I used to work at chapters which is like a barnes and noble like type Mm -hmm. um like chain bookstore um when I was in high school and my dad came up I don't know why this is just divorced parent nonsense there's a lot of divorced parent nonsense in uh my my journal just like logistics of things are always bizarre in schedules oh yeah but my dad came up to see me on my break at my, like, probably, like, my 15-minute break at Chapters, uh-huh. and we sat in the Starbucks, and he gave me my birthday present, and it was an iPhone.
1: <gasps> yeah. I feel like it had to have been something like that for me, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like a gift of some kind. Yeah. I literally I, – I, I don't remember.
0: Anyway. Anyway, so, yeah, but I think – I mean, I, I think this nostalgia thing is, like, kind of exactly what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Like, this, like – I don't know what it's like to be a teenager now because my experience of being a teenager is – like MSN and – Yes, and, and I think – And like yes, – and, and yes. Oh, I, remember I I was re-watching Glee a bit ago and I remember waking up – I think Glee came out on like Wednesday nights and I would wake up early on Thursday morning so that I could download the – the, whatever the like single was so that I could sync it to my mp3 player so that I could listen to it on my way to school like and I know the ex- and I think all the time like oh my god whatever the show is you would just like put that on your phone immediately from the couch No, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. kids have it so e- maybe it's like kids have it so easy these days or something like that like you don't even have to get up early and get onto iTunes yeah like <laughs> But that's what I think. It's just like I have no idea what it's like because my experience of being a teenager is waking up early on Thursday mornings so that I can download the Glee.
1: And I think that's like exactly it. I think that you are like, yes, I think that's exactly what it is because Mm -hmm. it's like this idea of like, oh, we've been through it. We know what it is. Mm -hmm. No. No, No, you don't. Like like you actually don't because Mm -hmm. this person is not you, A. Mm -hmm even if they're your child which i think mm-hmm. is like the business that we get into as well right yeah. like this person is not you <laughs> mm-hmm. and also like they literally it's every every single thing that is is different yeah. so how could you possibly yeah i think that's what it is try to begin to understand and i also think teenagers are incredibly triggering to adults oh yeah and it's all our problem like it's yeah. all us you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they're just out there Living their best lives. Yeah. And it pisses us off. Yeah. And it makes us mad. Oh,
0: that's such a good point. Because to your point, like, I love somebody asked me my tattoos the other day, and they're like, when did mm -hmm. you start getting tattoos? And I don't feel like it was that young. I think I got my first tattoo when I was like 19 or something. Um, But even that like young version of myself, I like, Mm -hmm. I love her. Like, I love the version of me that just one day after school decided to Mm -hmm. go and get a tattoo. And mm-hmm. it's the fucking hello kitty bow, and it's very dumb. And I lit I love it so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to get it touched mm-hmm. up right now. But I, it's not, I I think like when people talk about like inner child work, I'm like, no, I want to know, like, what would 15-year-old Phoebe do in this situation? Because she would not fucking stand for this. Like, she would not be okay. No. She would she would be crying loudly. Yes. She would be screaming at the top yes. of the stairs. Like she would be having big, big big feelings, big emotions. And I fucking love that. Like, Mm -hmm. I love that. I think that is so special. I think that is so beautiful. And you're totally right, that's what it is. It's totally triggering. And it's because it's somebody- It's Yeah, because it's somebody (laughs) in the room saying like, I am not okay. And I, I mean, I love this. What did I say? Like, I know I deserve better. Like, what do I feel this way? What could make me better? It's just so I'm tired of being responsible for my own happiness. Like that's just like such a big feeling.
1: Yeah, it is. And like instead of going, Yeah, you're right. To a teenager feeling that feeling, like, yeah, that's like it sucks to be responsible for your own happiness. No. We try and like be like I don't know, control. Here's control, what control. you need to be doing. You're wrong. Yeah. You're just told you're yeah. wrong
0: all the time. It's so I upsetting.
1: Think really what we're talking about is how we're just reparenting ourselves. Yeah. Essentially, this is a therapy session between <laughs> Phoebe and I. But I think, I think, yes, I think about that all the time. I think yeah. about the shit that I did when I was a teenager. Yeah. And I had this sense of like the idea of being invincible, the mm-hmm. idea of nothing matters
0: mm-hmm.
1: more than how I feel. Yeah. Like, I remind. I need some of that sometimes in my older, like in you know, being yeah. older. I do. Like I need to remind myself of like permission, the permission mm. that I had to just be a fucking yeah. brat. I know. Like I just <laughs> I, like I love like I I need some of that now totally. And I think about like okay, so <laughs> my friend Carly. Oh, Carly. Um, Actually, I, I want to
0: pause for a second because I think okay. something interesting about you is that you have so many relationships in your life still of like people that you went through your teenage years with. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I was thinking about this too and I was like, I guess kind of our partners included, which is weird of us. I think about it a lot. <laughs>
1: I mean, I literally met Jack when I was seventeen, which
0: is like foul, fucking wild foul. and horrible. Yeah, um, it's like literally, like gross. both of us gross.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So it's so funny that we were just talking about Instagram in the sense of like, so Carly and I, we used to like, we were basically bloggers with, but with what before. We knew what bloggers was. If if you were to go to my Facebook page right now, you would find albums and albums of Carly and I creating photo shoots, running around the neighborhood, running around where she lived, running around DC, running around like wherever, like, and putting on outfits and Carly would take the pictures and we would style things. And I was like, and I was un. About, like unabashed, yeah. like did not give yeah. a fuck, was just yeah. like whatever, Put yeah. it all out there all the time. And now mm. i like terrified to talk to my phone to sell my business. And I like <laughs> – and, and pay your rent. <laughs> and pay my rent. So I'm like sitting there and I'm like, this is totally wild. Like what happened? Like, I know. And I – I just, I remember like we went to thrift stores and we made these clothes and it was just like a creative outlet. And honestly, if we had known blogs existed, like, Carly and I would be rolling in it right now like like literally uh-huh. like literally uh-huh. we would be some of these like original bloggers you know, know what know. I mean that like know. never have to think about working again now I know like that is you'd the, be city like, of likes speaks, baby <laughs> I would be city of likes <laughs> like, but not even because I think city of likes like mommy influencers is almost like a new wave mm-hmm. of influencers mm-hmm. I'm talking like
0: you know, yeah, You would. you would be blogs, pivoting like, into the mommy influencer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You'd be like, new um, guest feature.
1: Exactly. I'd be like, I set this whole thing up. Like, yeah. all these – yeah, these women who, like, were, like, the originals oh, doing this. I think this. about those
0: people. I mean, Trisha Paytas has been – I think she's been making stuff online for, like, 16, 17 years or something yes. like that. She's, like – 32. Like, amazing. Smart. Like, these people who had blogs in the aughts, they're Uh doing well. Uh
1: (laughs) Like, they are doing well. And if Carly and I would have done that, ooh. But anyways, what was I saying? Oh, Instagram. Like This, like, oh, yeah. Whatever about that. My point is this, like, this just freedom to be creative. This freedom to, like, that's really what was special to me to have to have with Carly specifically, but like I had that with like exactly a lot of other friends. Like so cute. I just was like, let's be creative and let's be weird, and I'm gonna wear a hot pink flapper dress to my homecoming, and like, oh my that's, god,
0: you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we the same person? Why are we the um, same person? I don't know because it's, because
1: are we, we are person?
0: because are we are.
1: I literally person? wore a hat, like had the netting and everything. No, 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 no. no!
0: <laughs> I can't. No, 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 no. No. Oh my God. I can't. I can't put my headphones on with this. But I do, in fact. Oh, it's really tight on me now. Maybe it's my hair. Oh,
1: wow. That is like. I think okay, I have it on my you, Okay, you went real authentic. I did not go real authentic. I went like, that is like a true beauty. Wow. Oh, my God. That's no, I just sick.
0: happened to own – I bought this at an antique mall when I was uh-huh. 14, 15, 16, yeah. something like that. Yep. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I, did, I did wear it out of the house to high school regularly. Of course you did. Yeah. And, I listener, if you I haven't – I don't know if Jacqueline told you. Uh, this is a 1920s, oh. fla- uh, probably 30s, 40s. It's got a date on the inside, actually. Um, purple, velvet, flapper hat. Beautiful. Yeah, it's Gorge. I, I like, this is what I mean. Like,
1: I, 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 just wore that. I call, I know. I just, I, I call to her. Literally, we need to have Carly on to talk about teenagers because Carly has so much to say about this, even though Carly would never come on the podcast. I, there is like, like uh, deep, I call to her. I call to my, my inner teenager when I'm yeah. feeling like too okay. scared. Mm-hmm. because she was not scared. She was not She scared. got up on stages. I she know. was like in musicals. I know. She was like thinking felt like it was just like she was not scared. And sometimes it was like not okay how not scared she was. Sometimes no. she was like harming no, was people un- because she unsafe. wasn't scared. But safe.
0: I know. I think I also think about that and like, I would just get in random cars. Yeah. And go to places oh, yeah, no. that I should yeah. be going. But <laughs> I do, admi- I still, I still admire that. I do still mm-hmm. admire that. Um, part. it's funny you say that. I made myself a, um, a dress that I wore to some formal of some kind that is mm-hmm. the hang just barely together, just barely hanging on. I like sewed the thing, like drafted the pattern by myself. It was horrible 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 and now when i make myself clothing because i still love to sew i'm like oh there's like so and someone's like oh this is so nice like oh wow i can't believe you made this i'll be like ugh here's what's mm-hmm. wrong with it J- uh, look at this seam
1: yeah look at this buttonhole yeah.
0: like it's so funny and i just think yeah like where's i think you I remember what formal it was probably the same age like 15 16 year old uh-huh. 17 year old yeah. maybe who's just like yeah i'm leaving the house in this
1: yeah, Bye. sixteen or 17. Bye. Year. That's amazing. I'm. I wanna. I
0: like. I want. I want us to go back and meet mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Um. I me wearing my flapper hat, mm-hmm. walking up to you in your flapper dress. <gasps> no, I. If I saw that, I'd be like, "Why is she wearing that? No. Yeah. Why no. I'm the biggest weirdo in the room. I would actually. <laughs> yeah. No. I would be the same. Why am I not the biggest weirdo in the
1: room? Exactly. That was the goal at all times. Um. Wait, I feel like, yeah, like I just – like I went back to – I just – I went – I just had this thought that I went back – I was like 16 Mm -hmm. and I went back to my middle school and choreographed their production of A Music Man at like 16 and I remember –
0: Oh my God.
1: 15, 16. Actually, I I don't know. My whole childhood is a mess and there's a lot of kids.
0: I don't I mean, remember my yeah. whole
1: yeah, – like, I don't really understand. Wh- yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't really understand. I want to say it was I, – I don't know. Everything is a blur. Point is, is that, like, I think I just, like, did that. Like, I think I just mm-hmm. showed up and was like, hi, music teacher from grade school. I want to do this. Beautiful. And there was just such, like, assuredness. Beautiful. I love that. Anyways, love do that. we have any more entries?
0: Um. So, yes. I thought I would close with the beginning. Oh, oh, um, great. But I'm going to need some. It is. oh. Okay. This might just veer into Patreon territory and then we will pick the best one. Great. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. I don't even know if I should preface. I don't know if I need to preface any of this. I think we're just going to go. But I thought in, to close out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'll read some of what's inside of the diary and listener you can catch the rest on our patreon this month because I will I will be reading these I don't know what compels me to do this but I think it's a special I think it's a special trove anyway okay this is October 6, 2009. So I've like okay. just started the 10th grade. I've decided I am cross that out will religiously write in this journal so let's do a quick recap of my life (laughs) okay one and I'm gonna need some fill in the blanks crazy about boy's name Adam okay crazy about Adam has a girlfriend sigh two been flirting with another boy's name Uh, I don't- Peter. (laughs) Okay, been flirting with Peter like crazy. I think I like him? Question mark. So here's the guy situation. Adam treats me like a woman. I want to (laughs) die. Today, he walked me home because he was waiting for his girlfriend to pick him up. Anyway, when he left, he slowly picked up my right hand to kiss it, like when Prince Charming kisses Cinderella. Oh, my God. (sighs) His lips were so Yay! soft and warm. I was surprisingly cool about it. I smiled at him and blew a kiss back and walked into my house. Okay, killer. Killer move. I should have read some of these before. <laughs> 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 I'm so proud of myself. I feel like I connected so well with him. We have the same. We love the same music. Indie. Same people. We have the same aspirations and dreams. And yet every time he says there's just something, I'm surprised. Why can't he be mine? I'm in a good mood now, so I think I'll go to bed. We'll start with Peter tomorrow. Just thinking of Adam makes my heart ache and brings tears to my eyes. I've never felt like this before. (laughs) (laughs) No, That's so cute. That's cute. Okay, and then this is my friend Sierra's favorite passage, which... um...
1: This is an incredible idea for a gathering. We got to get Priya parker up in this bitch everyone bring your journals from when you
0: were a teenager (gasps) i know it would be great there used to be um these stand-up nights in toronto where people would bring their diaries and read them so the scene starts um november 9th it starts a little bit further down into the entry hmm i can't really write wait yes i can Okay, so this whole being in love thing. Okay, I hate this whole being in love thing sometimes. The day I knew I loved him, the day the light went on, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We were sitting there, just the two of us, in the practice room hall. Adam started to play Follow You Into the Dark. I always liked that song, but the way he sang it was like warm butter on bread. It tasted so better sweet. Passion filled. This is fucking wild. Passion filled his words, and I was fighting back tears. Now I swear that song is following me. Every time I hear it, I cry. I can remember staring at his shoes, thinking, I don't know why, but they seem so significant. (laughs) I think the reason I cry is because it reminds me how much I love, how much I love, how he keeps me up at night, and how he just feels every effing page of my journal. Adam is always on the mind, but he still isn't mine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
1: Oh, okay, genius behavior. I know. I can't write. Actually, yes, I can.
0: Actually, yes, I can. And let me tell you all about it. I love how honest it is. Like, I don't think I would, oh my God, like, I think about this. Okay, aside, too. Mm -hmm. But like, I remember screaming at my mom at one point about a different boyfriend, obviously, but mom, I love him. Mm -hmm. And being told, no, I don't. And why? Literally, why the hell do we say that to teenagers? Because I, I, excuse me, excuse me, you clearly love him. I love him so much. (laughs) Okay, is this Peter or Adam? This is Adam. (gasps) Okay, there's there's some there's much more. Jail, jail, (laughs) jail. Go away. I cried but when I don't first read it. in jails. Uh, uh, well, th- except for teenage boy jail. <laughs> <Dale. laughs> That's what I mean. Like, Abolition in our lifetime except for teenage boys <laughs> talking to teenage girls. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my cousin Barb said to me once, she was like, I feel really bad for you. Mm. She's like, oh, my cousin Barb's great. She's like, a couple, a couple uh, by a couple of years, a couple decades older than me. And she was yeah. saying to me once, she was like, I feel really bad for you. And I was like, why? And she's like, because teenage girls have to kiss teenage boys. And I went, why do you think I don't want to kiss any of them? <laughs> <laughs> I like, know. Even again, at that age, I'm like, I have an acute understanding of how horrible the situation is and I'd like out. <laughs> I would like to go. Too emotional. <laughs> it's all too much. Anyway, anyway, more on Patreon if you want more of whatever this. There's a whole saga. This it details chronicle. Maybe I should publish this. To be quite honest, it's quite incredible. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. you should. It was it was quite gorgeous. Anyway, um, well, <laughs> <laughs> this was an episode of some kind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um Teenagers. I don't know just like listen to your inner teenager like what what would you know 15 16 17 year old do you do and I think that person is like I don't know so wise and I don't know if you have a teenager in your life be nice to them be nice to them They're a whole ass human and they have to watch they're the a- worst shows and they have They're a whole ass human And, like, they have to, like, you know, grow up
1: and deal with the shit show.
0: I know. Hello. I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. And they don't have, like, any money for movies or coffee or anything. Anything. (laughs) They have no money. And they're just walking around. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And they're just trying to, like, create a little bit of joy. Mm -hmm. in the woods in some photo shoots like just let them Uh, be
0: oh i had i had a i got really into photography when i was a teenager Mm -hmm. as all teenagers do and i had this i think it was called lomography i would do like these like crazy colorful film photo shoots double exposure thing quite artistic quite incredible quite genius quite beautiful so great i know Anyway.
1: Okay. So obviously we have to now share photos of when we were. Teenagers. Yes. I was going to say
0: now we have to go and find this. Ugh, so cute. Okay. Ugh,
1: I am sending Phoebe, little Phoebe, little 15 year old Phoebe. I know. So much love.
0: I know. Thanks. Don't she... ever
1: lose your spark, your emotions, your I just, everything.
0: I know. I just love her. And it is really quite funny. It is just my fucking sub stack. <laughs> I, that's I know but like could could little
1: could 15 year old phoebe ever think oh i'm gonna like write this put it on the internet and someone's gonna look at it and I care i know i know think no. about that a
0: lot i think if i went and told her what i do she'd be like sick i know <laughs> And that I think is truly the only compass we should ever follow. I know, truly, because like I get, I'm like, uh, eh. but if mm-hmm. I like, I went. Into, I'm like, you've got your own apartment. I just think, like, like, even that, I'm like, you have yeah. your own apartment. You have your own desk. You have a dog. You have your own ro- oh my god, you have a dog. You have a dog? Yeah, that, you that have, relies on you. You have a entirely. podcast, and she'd be like, "What's that?"
1: Yes. <laughs> but, like, I seriously, no, like I think that that is the call to like commit to your teenage self for sure. Yeah. Like that's the only compass, you know, I um, don't know. It's complicated. I literally
0: love that. Actually, Jacqueline, we have, before we go, we have a workshop that we're hosting. Yes. Oh my God. This is going to come out on time and everything. Um, Jacqueline and I, as we know you've been talking about, we've been talking about how to make business feel more like art. Maybe the workshop title should be how to make business feel more like being a teenager, which I think is definitely (laughs) art. Yes. Um, But that is on May 11th. We will put the details in the show notes below if you want to join us. It's free 99. It'll be really fun. If you want, Mm -hmm. yeah, if you want, if you want life to feel more like an abstract painting. Or if you want um, business to feel more like the Lomography Double Exposure film photo shoots that I would do, and we'll post those on if I can find them on that Instagram and stuff. When I went to go and find this journal at my mom's house, the amount of moldy cigarette packs that I had to go through to find this is so fucking disgusting. (laughs) Oh, my God. So whatever that means, something in there. Anyway. Um, okay, bye. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Do You Ever Feel Like? Follow this chaos wherever you get your podcasts. Our artwork is by Simon Payne. Do You Ever Feel Like is produced by Jacqueline Wills and Phoebe Taylor. You can follow us on Instagram at doyoueverpod. You can write to us at doyoueverpod at gmail.com. Okay, bye! Okay, bye! <laughs>